0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of More Than a Podcast. It's your host James, as always, here to give you guys more of the greatness. So let's jump right in. Um, you know, it's really funny because, well, not funny, but you know, life happens, right? And you know, um, I don't know, I don't know any other way to describe it. You know, we live and we die, and just things. You know, it's just the way of the world, right? And to be quite honest. Uh, you know, I did the episode on uh, Gabby Petito and, uh, you know, it's very rare that I speak on real world stuff um, in in the in the respect of like, you know, life and death. You know, it's very, very rare. Um, but. You know, what's what's crazy is like when I when I did that episode, I just really felt like. I had to put my perspective of something that I just viewed as being so heinous, you know, and I'm not going to go into a full diatribe about that particular uh, case, um, because the point of me bringing it up is that, again, it's very rare that I talk about things like this. But as I was uh, doing getting ready for this episode, there was still one other case um, that I had recently become privy to and I'm telling you it just really shook me to the core and um, you know I don't know any other way to describe um, you know the entire incident is just pure malice evil just just the, the wrong side of the world you know the wrong side of how people should be living their lives. Um, and, and I want and, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I, I tossed around the idea for a bit and I said, you know what? No, I, I definitely want to talk about it because, you know, this having this dialogue is what helps me, um, you know, put the disturbing thought at ease in my own mind. You know, if I, if I'm able to speak about it, then it just makes it easier for me to deal with because once I, you know, once I, once I, you know, come on to stories like this, I mean, it is absolutely disturbing. And it's so crazy that, you know, to, to, to know that people operate this way in life, but, you know, without further ado, we're going to get right into it. Um, this is basically going to be the case. Um, if you haven't heard, um, of Bianca Devins, um, the, and I'm, I'm going to just tell you straight off, um, I'm going to give you all the facts. Um, if you are not uh, here to understand, you know, uh, you know, how a person lived, how they ended <clears throat> or anything of that nature, I would say you might want to skip this episode because I'm going to give every single fact. So fair warning. Um, but with that being said, let's just go right into it. So, um, who is Bianca Devins? So Bianca Devins, uh, she was a 17 year old girl, uh, from New York. Um, I believe the city was called, it's called Utica. Um, so she's from New York and, you know, for all intents and purposes, she was just your typical teenager, your typical 17 year old, just graduated high school, um, Got accepted to college, um, you know, was going to study psychology, which which there is some irony in, in that right there. Um, but outside of that, there was a lot of things that Bianca was dealing with outside of, you know, the everyday norms of being a teenage girl. You know, um, she grew up in a really fractured home. Um, you know, she's raised primarily by her mother. Um, you know, her, uh, father was described as being absent in her life, but at the same time, he was, uh, also described as being, um, emotionally abusive. Um, and a lot of this, um, you know, I guess you could say a lot of this was, you know, a lot of what she may have dealt with in her younger life, um, was the catalyst for, Or the foundation for a lot of what um she began to suffer through as a a, you know developing her personality um you know growing up because you know it was stated that she you know suffered from you know bouts of mental illness um you know she had expressed to counselors um that you know she was in you know um contemplating self-harm you know um she was admitted, you know, to a facility at one point, um, you know, it has been documented that she suffered from depression. Um, she suffered from anxiety, uh, borderline personality disorder, and also PTSD. So, I mean, there was a lot going on with this girl. Um, how much of it she stayed, you know, uh, medicated or you know or if 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 she was medicated at all like that's never clear but all of that in its own is just enough to just say like man that that's you know that's really um not the life that you want for anybody you know and lord knows uh what could you know cause her to you know like the one big thing is the ptsd it's like man like something really severe had to happen you know um for her to you know, have that uh you know attack her mind in in such in such a strong way. like I like I've seen PTSD suffers before and it's it's no joke. i mean none of none of these illnesses are jokes, um, but that one I take extremely seriously because I mean, you could at the very least you could pretend to have it together in all these other stages but ptsd you can't pretend nothing it's like it attacks and 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 you know everything is upside down from that point um but uh yeah again i mean she you know she attempted to live a normal life you know um she like i said she she put herself in college or her or maybe her mom put her in college but you know she had the motivation to do things and that you know that's all that you would expect any kid growing up to do um But, you know, also in that, you know, as as a lot of teenagers would know, you know, she found herself to be pretty isolated. And a lot of that was based on the fact that, you know, she did suffer uh, from these mental illnesses, Um, you know. So she didn't really find herself with too many people to be relying on uh, outside of maybe some close friends and and her mom. Um, And like a lot of people do. Um, she gravitated towards social media, um, you know, like the, there's there's so much wrong just in that, you know, like, you know, like it, it I, like when I when I read about uh, Bianca and, you know, I was and I got that bit of information about social media, you know, like I just felt like that was the beginning of the end right there, because to become reliant on. On something that is so unreliable it just it just always spells disaster like nothing good comes out of social media that's just my opinion though um but you know she was um you know she was socially accepted uh through social media um she was very active on uh discord 4chan instagram you know and she was you know she was a really attractive young lady um you know and like most people who when they you know they Uh, put themselves out there and they get these comments and they say, oh my gosh, you know, you're so pretty. and stuff like that stuff feels good. It's, it's something that you definitely like to hear. So, you know, I'm pretty sure, uh, that, you know, being on social media, the way she was and getting the attention that she was getting, I think it was definitely a counter uh, balance to, uh, the illnesses that she suffered. So, um, that's kind of where, uh, that went for her. Um, But she did find herself targeted, you know, um, she she found herself targeted by uh, what's described as incels Um, and incels are, if you don't know, they're guys who basically they um, they punish pretty girls because they're pretty, you know. Um, They're the they're the guys who show up in pretty girls Twitch streams and says, you know, you only got followers because you got big boobs or because, you know, you you're you're just attractive. Why do you wear makeup if all you're doing is playing games? It's like those guys um, that always have a problem with something, but it's mostly uh, based on their insecurity and their inability um, to go out and, you know, uh, secure said attractive people. You know, so they, you know, they, they probably don't feel that they have what it takes to get someone that pretty. So they would just much rather uh, talk down on someone pretty. So um, so she would get a lot of that hate. She'd get a lot of that attention. And, you know, I, I guess that right there, you know, it's kind of the good and the bad of her being on social media. But maybe maybe the good outweighed uh, that part. I, I'm not really sure how she handled herself Online, I mean, I've seen some things uh, from posts that she's done, but, you know, I haven't. Um, I'm not really clear as far as like just her constant activity, because those could just be circumstantial from what I viewed. Um, but now we're going to kind of uh, fast forward a little bit. So she actually um, she met her perpetrator um, whose name is Andrew Clark. Uh, she met Andrew in April of 2019 um, and Andrew Clark now she was 17 and Andrew Clark uh, who was born in 97 he was 22 so he had a whole five years on her um, but he <clears throat> he made it his impression to you know I guess pursue her in some type of way and to pursue some type of relationship with her um but I don't I I really honestly don't know how he thought that was gonna fly or how he figured that was gonna go. I'm not sure. Um but eventually they ended up meeting. They actually did end up meeting. Um uh, you know, but from what I from what I've seen online, they had a pretty volatile relationship. You know, they had a really volatile relationship. Um, you know, there's a lot of speculation on The terms of their relationship, you know, like there were some people who described them as just being close friends. There were some people who described them as being intimate. There were some, you know, like from his view, his view was that you know this was his girlfriend, but her view was like, no, this is just my friend. So it's not really clear, you know, like what they were or, or you know who they were. He he actually ended up coming to her graduation. Uh, party uh, when she graduated high school. So he did that. Um, and I didn't get too much information on where exactly he's from. Um, but again, I mean, you know, he, he basically made the transition from just being the online guy to, you know, the, I'm physically standing in front of you and, you know, here we are. So that probably was a big milestone for him in some kind of way. I, I have no clue. Um But the one thing that that the one thing that is proven that I have been able to see uh, through a lot of uh, posted uh, forms and and, uh, text messages was that he was extremely dependent on attention from from Bianca, like extremely like he was completely obsessed with her. Um, So much, in fact, that, you know, if you go and you look at these text messages like you're just it's it's borderline creepy actually no it, it really is creepy it's just stupid creepy just i mean he just goes into these long soliloquies about you know chant you know having a chance to be this perfect guy you know and you know i guess in in for for lack of anything else she doesn't want that but he's still trying to get this chance like just give me this the chance i would you know i would do this for you and i would do that and she just wasn't buying it you know she wasn't having it so there was a lot of up and down as far as uh as far as how they viewed each other and i think a lot of that probably upset her um which in turn would upset him and they would just kind of go back and forth and i'm not really clear um on what um because I've because I've I've read through a lot of uh, of the different uh, forum posts and text messages, and honestly, I don't know I don't know uh, you know who initiated what in in these conversations, but they do seem pretty toxic. Like that's just evident right off the back. They just seem extremely toxic um, as far as two people talking back and forth um, and trying to identify what their standing is, whether it's together or whatever um and it was speculated that that um andrew was um being sexually exploitive uh towards bianca um and it was kind of under the guise of like supplying her with drugs so maybe he would maybe he would probably be like you know i'll you know maybe she said she wanted to smoke some weed or something and he was like well i'll give you some weed if you just send me some pics um I'm not I'm not too sure, but I do know that there were uh, there were nude photos of Bianca found. Um, I don't know. I'm not clear if it was on his phone or her phone, but there were photos that were found uh, during the investigation. So, um, you know, and I think that that was one of those ways where he thought he had it in where it was like, you know what, if I if I uh, supply her with whatever it is that she needs in the immediate It'll give me a reason to be around her. It'll give me the chance to be around her. And under, you know, the influence of doing said drugs, I can do whatever it is that I want to do. But again, it's not really clear if, um, if they had anything more in line of like a sexual relationship, like, I, I really, I, well, I don't think so, and I'll let you know as we go through the rest of this timeline. Um, but uh, let's talk about Andrew like a little bit. So Andrew, he actually, he he also grew up in an unstable uh, setting. Um, he actually watched his mom uh, be abused by uh, his father. Um, he's watched his father almost murder his mom you know, holding her a knife point. Um, and for all, you know, for all that was worth, he was sent to foster care. Um, he probably, I don't know how long he stayed in foster care. Maybe he aged out and, you know, again, he was, he was 22 by the time he met Bianca. Um, and it's, it's so, it's so weird because he actually met Bianca's mom, right? I mean, obviously he, he would have to, if he went to her, um if he went to her party, her graduation party. Um and she described him as being charming and and polite, right? Um but in that same stretch, it kind of makes me wonder cuz like I don't know, like I don't know if maybe she was accepting of him being 5 years older than uh her daughter or if he lied and said he was younger, like I don't know how clear that is. I don't know if Bianca knew that he was you know uh 22 at the time like i don't know because when you're 22 you still look 17 right like it's it so so maybe he walked on to mom and was like oh i'm 19 or something like that and i go to college like i don't know i don't um that that part isn't really clear um but she met him and she totally thought he was okay um but other people who knew him described him as being completely obsessive completely obsessive like just that that was just his personality when he was when he was fixated on something it was either it's mine or or, or not you know and if it's not somebody's going to have to pay so let's talk about the actual event so remember there's all this up and down as far as their uh their relationship, and I say that very loosely because again, it's a it's a it's speculated that she didn't really want to have nothing to do with him. He wanted everything to do with her, and it just wasn't happening. Um, but on July thirteenth, uh, uh, she went on a date with a gentleman named Alex. Um, it was never described who exactly alex is um but i do believe that alex was one of the people that was in her social media circle who she ended up meeting uh in real life and they went to a concert and who was the person to take them to the concert it was mr andrew um so andrew uh picked them up or i think he only picked up bianca i'm not i'm not certain if if alex was in the car um, but I know that um, the entire time uh, Bianca was explaining everything that was going on in from from the car ride to the concert to being at the concert and to ultimately the thing the action that sealed her fate um so during the show uh Bianca and Alex who she you know was, I guess infatuated by, they shared a couple of kisses, um, and again she described this to somebody that she was speaking to, I believe on on Discord or some form of social media. She was speaking to somebody about what was going on, and you know, again, you can see she was infatuated because she was saying like, "Oh, he smells nice. I'm in love. This, that, and the other," um, and all in front of Andrew. So she clearly, and and again, and and she knew that. Her actions, as far as kissing um, Alex, had upset Andrew because she stated as much on her social media post. She said, "My friend is so mad right now." But but there it is, friend, right? And when she was describing, you know the you know the the, uh, the trek going towards the concert, it was we're listening to this guy's, you know, music. You know, like he didn't even get a name. So it shows you like the the, the clear disconnect to how she viewed Andrew versus how he may have been viewing her. So. It's really unclear on how the next part of this whole thing happened, but there is a, a police confiscated video. Of the of the last moments of Bianca's life. Um. So what? And and again, if you are disturbed by the description of you know life or death or anything of that sort, I I implore you, pause, fast forward, whatever you got to do, stop listening, because um, I'm just going to spit the facts. Okay, so um. So Andrew uh, parked and it could have been like some back street or something, um, but they parked after the concert. Uh, Alex is no longer with them and he props his phone up and he basically uh, makes a motion to capture himself having sex with Bianca. So they have sex. And in the midst of them having sex. Well, it's not it's not really clear whether it was in the middle of the sex or after the sex. I'm certain it wasn't before the sex, because if it if it had been a confrontation before the sex, then, you know, uh, then the sex wouldn't have happened, in my opinion. So my belief is that. You know, after the sex or maybe even during he questioned her about the kissing of, you know, the kissing of Alex. Which her response was that they weren't in a monogamous relationship. You know, maybe she described it like we're not, you know, me and you aren't really together. So maybe they so maybe they did have like a sexual relationship. And maybe he wanted more or something. But it was clear that he was not satisfied with that answer. So. Andrew pulls out a knife. At which time, Bianca begs profusely, you know, for him to deescalate. And it was just to no avail. He he had his intention set and he was going to he was going to see it through. So he sliced her throat in his car um, with a knife that he he had hidden. And um, you know what what he what he did after he killed her was the most disturbing part. So after he killed her he basically goes on a social media tirade and he goes to every place where she had a presence. He went and he posted her corpse. He posted her body. And, um, you know, he posted comments, you know, on, I believe, uh, forums where he knew alex was present and he basically tried to blame it on alex he basically said you know um she was supposed to go home today like f you you know which are i guess he called it a asian username which i don't know how that has any bearings on anything but he basically tried to make this as if it was all alex's fault and he also sent the photos to her family and he was extremely inflammatory in the in in what he sent you know basically blaming her mom for raising um i don't know if he described her as a whore or a thought or something of that nature but basically he he just described her as just being a failed uh you know person and he also you know he also You know, he also sent them, you know, uh, additional photos, you know, where he showed her body, but focused on his hand, which clearly had uh, seminal fluid from masturbating over her corpse. And he sends this to he sends this to her mom and he addresses everybody who you know had a um connection or some type of affection for her um for Bianca and he basically said you guys need to find someone else to orbit and I believe this was like the uh the subtext to the photo of her corpse and I believe he did that on Instagram. And when the police actually came, you know, because he called every, he called his, he called his family too, and he went on this kind of suicidal tirade because, uh, you know, apparently this was supposed to be a murder suicide. That was that was apparently what this was all supposed to be, and he was supposedly going to live stream his suicide, which he failed at completely. So the police show up and they apprehend him, but as they showed up, that's when he goes to stab himself in the neck, but he clearly didn't finish the job. And when they, when they, you know, investigated the crime scene, They found her body under tarp. They found rope, more knives. They found uh, multiple different tools and stuff. Basically, this dude was going to kill her regardless. It was premeditated. He knew what he was going to do. He knew exactly what he was going to do. So when so when he went to jail, um, he had a trial or he had a preliminary trial back in July 29th, 2019. And this this fool, this idiot, he goes and he pleads not guilty to second degree murder. He pleads not guilty. He says it wasn't him. He says he blacked out. He doesn't know what happened. But then in February of 2020, he changed the plea to guilty. You know, and I don't know. if I don't know what, what he thought that was. I, I don't know. Maybe he thought it was going to be uh, some kind of leniency. I don't know. But the phone that he used to record that, uh, that sexual act with Bianca that had been processed and, and investigated. And so now they have a clear showing of not only him engaging in sex with a minor, but that, and I say as a minor, um, I think by federal standards, um, she was a minor but I, I don't I don't think I think in I think for state I think uh I think for New York I think the legal age of 70 I'm not sure somebody could tell me but basically in that same video it was clear that you know he busted out the knife he he interrogated her about the kissing and all that stuff and then he ultimately killed her on video You know, and then, you know, and then, you know, you'd have to turn around and stop the video so that you can take the pictures so that you can post the, you know, all this stuff on social media. Like he was caught up. And then this dude on on June 2nd. Tried to reverse his guilty plea back to not guilty. And he said that he said that was on the basis of. His lawyer failing him. But the judge was like, "No, no, not at all. You see, you admitted your guilt, and there's, and it's all self-evident. It's like we got the evidence right here, bruh. <laughs> you're guilty, so your guilty plea is going to stand, and you're going to stand trial. And on March sixteenth, uh, twenty twenty-one, he was found guilty. He was found guilty." and he got 25 years to life. So what happened? So what happened? And this is where basically I'm going to deep dive with my perspective on this whole this whole dealing. Cuz I just gave you guys the facts, so now let me let me give you the perspective. So my the first thing I'm going to say is this. Nobody deserves to die at the hands of any other person i just i don't believe in that i don't believe in that I, i don't believe in capital punishment you know i don't believe in executions and all that stuff like i don't believe in it like people do terrible 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 things and there are terrible 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 people but i think it does us a better service of trying to understand why are these people so terrible now with bianca I don't really I don't really think that she understood the gravity of the situation and how she was dealing with um, these online people. I, I really don't. I don't think she understood. I think that she was extremely blinded by the attention that she was getting from these people. And I really do think that it outweighed the negative aspects of those people, those, you know, these incels and stuff who may have not um, agreed with her choices in life and who she chose to give attention to and whatnot. Like, I I think she, I think it just really didn't matter to her. And I've read some, you know, I've read some texts and like I said, I don't really know, what what truly was her versus what wasn't like i can't i really don't know but i mean from from what i if if what i read was truly her man she 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 says some pretty inflammatory stuff herself but it's what it's what teenagers do this is what they do you know this is just how life goes people Got opinions, you you know you you have the right to have your opinion. You got your right to feel how you want to feel, and you got the right to express it however the heck you want to, short of violating someone. And I'm I I'll I'll say this I'm I'm and you know people can hate it or love it whatever, but I think she I think she was very well aware of the fact that you know she was using Andrew. I think she was very aware and I think that she was balancing and weighing her options on how to get the most out out of him whilst not giving giving him too much in return. I think nudes here and there probably didn't matter to her as long as she got to get smoked out at the end of the weekend. Like, I don't think it mattered. But I definitely think it cost her life to be so negligent to the effect of someone who is so obsessive. And, and like I said earlier in the, in the audio, she was, she was signed up to go to school for psychology. And man, I, I, I I beg to wonder it, you know, if she had gone through her four years and graduated and got that degree would she have been able to foresee or have the foresight and say, yeah, this Andrew guy, clearly not who I need to be around. I mean, this I mean, and, and from his perspective, this dude like this dude was like sick, like, I mean, just I mean, it's really no way to describe he's a monster. And he's, he's extremely manipulative, very narcissistic or narcissistic. Like he, he, he did, he did, he did all this for attention and for grandstanding. He just want, he wanted to, he wanted to one up everybody. And that's why, that's why, like, I, that's why, like, I think, that's why I think that, he didn't. I think I think that the. I think that the time that they had sex on the day that he killed her, I think that was the first and only time. Because he because he because he he had used that as a point in one of his posts, you know, to say I had sex with her. Ha, nah, nah, I, I had sex with her and I killed her. So now now I did something that you want to do. And I've taken away the ability for you to even get up on my level because she's not here. That, I mean, the depravity in that, like that is just, that is monstrous. I can't even begin to understand like the thought of why he would send this stuff to her parents. Like he sent, he sent pictures of himself with semen on his hands to basically say to her mom, your daughter means nothing but you know, a climax to me and she's dead. Like that is that, that is exactly what I got out of that, that like, and, and to, and to put and to post her body, her corpse, her lifeless body, on, on all these different mediums like you did that just so you could deflate the egos of anybody who may have thought they were on your level when it came to a relationship with Bianca. You basically just did, did that as a way to just kind of explode everybody's uh, explode everybody's you know, thought process like, oh, if I talk to you this week, not, there's no talking to her anymore. Because I did what you aim to do and I took her away from you. Now what? And I honestly don't think that he planned to kill himself. I don't think he did. I think I think when the police showed up, you know, because because even even though it was described that you know he called you know his family and all these people and he was describing you know things like in a very suicidal kind of way he wasn't gonna kill himself because he because he because the one thing that he the one thing that he is is you know a scared individual who can't take responsibility for anything even even himself and he just felt and he probably felt like in the rush of the moment of police arriving, he would just go ahead and just slit his throat or he probably thought he probably thought that the the, you know, stabbing himself on the side of the neck, you know, will allow him to just bleed out and, and eventually die. No. And for what they for everything else they found, he could have killed himself in a in a whole different manner. He could have went off and hung himself, which, again, I don't condone people, you know, killing anyone. But if this was your intention and your purpose, then you would have gone through with it. I've heard enough stories about, you know, things that happen this way, unfortunately. But I just think I just think he's a scared punk. This finna spend the rest of his life in prison because he's just an obsessive, overly dependent, abusive person. And I and I and there's no room in society for people like that. Like I I don't believe in people like him. I think it's I think it's crazy that people like him exist. You know what I mean? And and it's unfortunate that you know Bianca had to die for the internet. She had to die for the internet. Like just i I don't i man and 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 it kind of you know like i said in the beginning it it really set it really set everything up once she became dependent on social media because if she had some real friends to depend on i'm pretty sure some real friends would have told her yo you got to get away from this dude Yeah, you want to go to the concert, but don't let him be the one to take you. And to be quite honest, I think that her biggest mistake, and this is all I'm going to put on her end of the table. Her biggest mistake was. Letting him be that third wheel. You know, possibly under this impression that he was going to be. The main person. You know, because once he realized that he was the third wheel there. Oh, it was on a cracking for him. I think it was that moment that he said, yeah, I'm a killer. But to think but to think to think that he had brought everything with him. Like like I said, it was premeditated. So I think he possibly had an inkling That something like this was going to happen. I think he knew that there was the there was going to that Alex was going to be in the mix. I think he had an understanding that she may be she may have a feeling for this Alex dude. And I think he I think he just came up with his own reasoning. If I take this chick to this concert. And she even looks at him in a way that I would prefer her to look at me. I'm taking her out, and she kissed this dude twice in front. She gave zero f's, and it cost her her life. You know, and, and it's a, it's like I said, it's unfortunate. And I don't, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't believe anybody should ever exercise. Actions that cause death to anyone else like it's not your right you cannot like Like I wish if I you know like if I could play this out in in a scenario where you know I could control This whole course of happenings Like I said I I would I would have implemented some friends for Bianca Like she needed she needed some real friends because it's your friends that hold you down and let you know, like, yo, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing this. You should probably shouldn't be doing it. She was just way too dependent on social media and that attention. You know. And for him. I mean, he needed a way to he, he was he needed a way to be confident in himself, confident enough to just walk away. You know, because the big issue that, that you know, people were stirring up on this is, you know, the understanding of rejection. You know, because the whole thought is he killed her because she didn't want to be with him and she just made it evident that night. Well, she didn't make it evident just that night because, like I said, through some of these texts and and online posts between them, she she was like, you're pestering me. So she clearly made a point. And I I, I just don't know why he figured that the stars were just going to be aligned for him. And that he was going to be able to have her you know for himself and to be quite honest to be really really honest to be really really honest i think i think she threw him a bone in 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 regard to the sex i think i think that after she witnessed him being upset over the kisses and she knew what she was potentially going to pursue with that she said to herself possibly Let me just give him a minute and hopefully he'll he'll just walk away because maybe that's all he's here for. He's probably just here because he wants to just get a minute out of me and then and, and everything will just go away. And it just didn't end up being that. And it's just sad, man. It's just it's extremely sad. And, you know, what's even worse is you got people that were in these uh, in these forms and stuff that were kind of egging on the notion that she got what she deserved, you know, in line of her rejecting him. And I just I think that's totally false. And I think that's so idiotic. And that's one of those that's one of the the reasons that. I decide to not engage in social media as much because I think the the level of anonymity that individuals have, it just, it brings on this nature of people that I, I just don't, I can't even understand how it exists. Like, how could you say things like that? Oh, she deserved it because, you know, she was just leading him on. She was just doing this. She was using him. She was this, that, and the other. He was he was having himself be used. This isn't all on her. This isn't all her fault. You know, this man was unable to take responsibility for the fact that that she did not want a relationship. Guys need to understand that when women say no, it's just no. It doesn't mean it's no forever. But you dust yourself off, you try again in a very cordial way, you don't, you know, you don't press nobody and and you can't barter with with people's emotions and with their understanding of where you where you are in their life just because you are supplying somebody with something that they want doesn't make doesn't mean you're any closer to them than anybody else that they choose to be with you know like that like that's how i'm looking at this whole thing i'm looking at this whole thing and I, i'm just thinking about how big of a misunderstanding the public has in light of someone who lost their life and, and, and had all the right to just feel the way she felt if she wasn't feeling him. But he was a Mark he was a Mark enough to give her a ride to a concert To meet up with another boy or if the other dude was in the car with them. You marked yourself out, bro. You did that. You know, I got this saying, I say it all the time. The day that a person decides to treat me like I'm not a human being, that is when I disassociate myself from them completely. I I, I will, I will, I will honestly say from the text and the messages that I've seen her apparently writing. She was (laughs) she she did not see him as a human being, at least one that she didn't want to associate with. He should have just walked away. You know, he should have just walked away. You know, not not everything that you want, someone else wants and vice versa. You know, it's it's like this notion where, you know, uh, a black guy could walk up to an Asian girl and say, hey, I I really like Asian girls and I think you're hot. And she says, well, I don't date black men. Oh, you're racist. Like, No, she's not racist. She just doesn't. She has a preference. She just doesn't date black men. That's fine. It's perfectly OK. You know. People have the right to feel and do and want whatever the heck they want. And we can't punish people. And judge people and execute people based on the fact that their views don't line up with ours it is not our right it is not our responsibility and we need to learn to take care of each other instead of violating each other and this all this all this anonymity online that's causing people to be brave in a in a comment section Just know and understand you still got to look at yourself in the mirror and you will always be less than anything inflammatory that you ever write and walk away thinking that you're a big shot. You're not a big shot. It doesn't make you any better. You're only, you're only going to be, you're only going to be, you know, hot for 15 seconds. And then your comment, your view, It's just going to disappear into the ether. So how about you do something, take some real action and some real responsibility and be a real person instead of hiding behind keyboards. And tablets and phones. And saying things that do no good to any person or the world. But what do you guys uh, think? Have you guys heard of the uh, unfortunate case of uh, Bianca Devins? Um, If this is your first time hearing it, um, you know, again, it's a really tough one. And this definitely uh, lined up with, uh, you know, my thought on, you know, the Gabby Petito case. And it's just it's just really sad, you know, what women have to go through. You know, what women have to go through is just so sad, like to think that, you know, we're so demanding in society that we can't allow women to just be strong and independent and and have a choice and a voice and and a life. You know, and and there are just people out there that feel like if it just doesn't go their way, that they can just snuff somebody out. Just, I don't know. But with that being said, guys, um, hopefully you guys can have a really good day today. Um, It's, you know, it's so ironic. I actually did this, um, did this episode. And one thing I did want to say is um, Bianca was born today. Her birthday was October the 2nd, uh, 2001. She'd have been 19. It's just a crazy, crazy world. But with that being said, do me a favor. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys.